everyone. Welcome to The Good Mom. We're coming to you from Doha, Qatar. I'm Carmen. I've been in Qatar for 17 or 18 years now, which is half my life because I am 32. I met my husband here, and we now have two girls, Grace, who is seven, and Mila is four. And I'm a stay-at-home mom slash freelancer. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Blair. I have been here for almost 12 years. I moved here right out of university, and I also met my husband here. We have two girls, Harper, who is four, and Lily, who is two, and I am a full-time working mom. Hey, everyone. Uh, Welcome back to The Good Mom. This week, we're going to be talking about COVID. We are um, in the thick of it. We're in the thick of it. Yeah. Um, I, as we mentioned like a week ago in our previous um, episode, we were going to launch this one or drop this one last week, um, but I got COVID. And um, then as also as editing it, we realized that some of our dates were just like way off. You know, the whole time was like such a time warp. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My, um, so my dates, I argue with Blair. I was like, Google's got the dates wrong. <laughs> I was right this whole time. I kept, I've referred in this episode, I've referred to Mila as a four month old. <laughs> Shamelessly, it turns out she was actually almost 14 months old when COVID started. So she was a year and like three months or something. Uh, I lost six months. I lost six months when COVID happened. I don't know what it was. I don't know what happened. But what I do know is we went home to the UK in December for Mila's first birthday. And it's almost as if I had Grace's birthday in November, December, January, and then we went straight into, oh, there's a COVID. People are dying of COVID. And then March lockdown. And it's like I've lost those four months because it was so the rush of the holiday season, the birthdays, Christmas, New Year's. Oh, boom, there's COVID and we all might die. <laughs> and I just lost those months. I thought I had a yeah. month old for, for however many years post-COVID we are now. I really thought I had a four-month-old. Like, I believe that to my core. (laughs) I mean, I was really confused when I was editing it. And I know I wasn't feeling well, but I thought, wait a minute, this is not adding up. Like, it just doesn't make sense. Because Harper and Moo were both born in 2018. I'm like, a four-month-old? How is this possible? Like, what's going on? I will say, before we get to the rest of the episode, that... um, man, since getting it, like like, symptoms have been fine. I mean, my first, the day before I tested positive, I had a a pretty bad fever. I was in bed all day. Um, But since then, I've managed to like rally and get up and get on with it. But just the idea of being confined to a space, um, I've really been struggling with. So when we, when COVID hit, we were in an apartment and um, I just didn't realize how much I depend on being able to get up and go whenever it's a privilege. And like, 
I'm grateful for that. I'm very grateful. So in, in this most recent lockdown within the four walls of my house, um, I have remembered how grateful I am for the freedom that we have to come mm-hmm. in. Um, and today, I don't know, I feel like the past few days, and I remember feeling this back then as well, like wanting to fight it, like mm-hmm. just like going up almost against myself, like instead of just saying, okay, Blair, like you have COVID. There's nothing you can do about it. You've got to stay here. Like just take a chill pill, you know? Yeah. Um, and when, after I had a meltdown today, as I told you, I cried. Um, cried out of pure frustration. I'm sure others can relate. And I went upstairs and I just got myself ready kind of for the day. And when I came back down, I was a bit of a different person. And I was able to just kind of like, I wouldn't say chill out, but go with the flow. Yeah. And it ended on, today ended on a really good note, so. Do you know what I find is that, like, I never think about my health and how lucky I am to be able to be just a healthy person with no, like, sickness or anything. And as soon as I get a cold, even if it's only a 24-hour cold, Mm. I am so sorry for myself. I'm like, I didn't appreciate my healthy days. Will I ever get healthy again? Yeah. Will I ever know what it's like to feel like I'm not got a cold mm-hmm. or a stuffy nose? Like I get really like, uh, I, I feel sorry for myself. I think we oftentimes do take health for granted, you know? It's, yeah. Yeah. That's how I feel about the gym and stuff, like getting fit and recently and um, building that muscle. Like I forgot how good it feels and how you do take it for granted or I do take it. I should say I take it for granted. You want to start? Yeah. Okay. Um, Okay. So I had a panic attack like before COVID, before we got locked down. Okay. Like – I remember going into school and I saw Nick and I was like, what the hell are we going to do? If they lock us down, how I would, I remember freaking out going, mm-hmm. I'm not going to survive mm-hmm. being locked inside a house with all of you. I was like, we're not, it's, it's not going to work. I'm yeah. not going to be able to. And I remember panicking, but at the same time, my mom was going, uh, she got a uh, word that she needed two hip replacements. And I had already said I wanted to go. So I was like, great, I'll just go for two weeks and I'll be back. I was like, this is going to blow over. And where was your mom at the time? Panama. Okay. She got a retirement home in Panama. Okay. So I was like, it's nothing's going to happen. It'll blow over. It'll be fine. So I left the country the weekend before they locked down. So I think I landed in the UK in on like the 11th of March. Is what oh I my think. gosh. Yeah. Okay. And I had the girls with me and uh, we had a layover because I wanted to see next grandma and granddad before we went over. So mm-hmm. I was like, cool, I'll just stop into the UK before I go see my mom. I was there for one night, I think. And then I was meant to fly the next day. And that night, Nick called me. He was like, do not get on that flight. He was like, you're not going on to the airplane. Cancel your flight and stay in England. I was like, what? I was hysterical. I was crying on the phone to my mom. I was like, I can't come. I was like, I don't know what's happening. Nick told me not to go. And if Nick says no, like, 
I am, if Nick said jump off a cliff, okay, I'll jump off a cliff. I just, you know, you blindly trust your husband, I feel. But I also find, like, I, I I don't know about you, I'll speak for myself, but I worry, I think, or I verbalize my worries a lot more than Ellie. Yeah. And so when Ellie actually says it out loud and verbalizes it, that don't go or I'm worried, then I'm like, okay, this is- Now it's time to worry. (laughs) Headless chicken mode. (laughs) Yeah. This is like the legitimate time to worry. So yes, I hear you 100% when you say, like Nick said, don't go. It's like, okay, yeah, we're not going. Yeah. And my mom was crying on the phone and I was like, I, because, okay, this is a struggle as an expat is, I don't know if anyone else feels like this, but I feel like, especially because we're inter- culture inter country married oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. multi something a multicultural family yeah. and no nationality both both and so i often feel like i let my mom down more mm-hmm. than his family mm-hmm. like we visit every summer and we do this and we do that we do a lot for his family and i love his family mm-hmm. But I feel like my mom gets put to the back burner a lot. And so I was like, okay, cool. I'm going. I'm going to support you through this operation. I went for her back surgery and everything. And so I remember just feeling like, here I am again, not showing up for her mm. um, with living so far away. She's 24 hours away, right? Yeah. Anyways, so uh, we uh, we didn't go. And then that next, that night, Panama shut its borders. Every single country shut their borders. And I was like what the fuck is happening yeah (laughs) and i was like grace was only four and mila was four months old and i was in england thankfully me and his mom get on just fine like there's no tension Mm -hmm. we've gone past all the possible like the beginning phases of not knowing each other and then you know learning each other's personalities to like i can be like julie shut up and she'd be like you shut up and we'd be fine yeah you know um, so yeah, that would brings us to mid-March. Okay. But question for you, Hit me. looking back on everything and maybe I should ask this later, but I'm just going to go ahead and ask it now. Would you rather have gotten stuck in Panama or the UK? <laughs> the UK, <laughs> hands down the UK. And I say this all the time. Yeah. I think, I genuinely think I could have been brought to the brink of self-harm mm-hmm. or harming others because at the best of times my mom and I do struggle mm-hmm. our relationship is tense yeah. and we love each other but there's a lot of history yeah and I'm very protective of my girls mm-hmm. and I know that there would have been tension mm-hmm. and it wouldn't have been healthy for any of us yeah like it would have been horrific. So yeah. I'm very grateful that Nick said don't go because their borders didn't open up for almost a full year. Whereas I got back to Qatar after uh, six or seven months. Wow. But yeah. So, so Panama's borders didn't open for an entire year. Almost for an entire year. All right. So March, you're in the UK. Mm-hmm. And you stayed there. Do you want to go on to yours so we can kind of time lapse? Do you want me to just keep going? Oh, yeah, we can. Let me switch. Okay. We can time lapse it. Okay. Very creative words. (laughs) Um, We had, so I work at a medical 
school. So obviously it was like people were talking about it and it was on their minds. And I was like, what's going on? Um, I don't think I realized how serious it was. I mean, I don't think anyone really realized how serious it was until it was March 10th. I'll never forget this. March 10th, I think it was a Tuesday. And um, we were sent home. And I was like, okay, fine. Like, what's going to happen? You know, there was just so much uncertainty. And I don't do very well with uncertainty. Mm -hmm. And I remember texting my friend, um, because I also had to go pick up Harper, or the nursery had later said, like, uh, because she was in nursery at the time, the nursery had later said that they were going to close. And I remember texting my friend saying, I'm not meant to be a stay-at-home mom. Like, that Mm -hmm. is not me. I didn't sign up for this. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, it was, I mean, at first I thought, I think at first I was like, oh, cool, we're home. You know, I get to kind of spend a little bit more time. We're all together. This is nice. And then that novelty quickly (laughs) wore off. Um, Trying to keep Harper entertained. Yeah. And um, I was like, thinking of activities. I was on Instagram all the time trying to find um, activities to do, like shaving cream Mm -hmm. and food coloring and baking and painting. And um, I remember just like going kind of into panic mode and like buying toys. Oh, yeah. Arts and crafts and thinking, how are we going to get stuff? Luckily, we were in an apartment that was right on... um, we were on the Pearl and we were on the beach. So we were still able to go down to the beach and go on walks mm-hmm. until like the full on lockdown yeah. happened. Um, so, yeah, I think that's how it all started for us. We um, we were just, I was just sent home from work with no kind of like, Garden. see you in a week, <laughs> see you in two weeks, see you in a month, you know? Yeah. And um, yeah. And what was Ellie? Was he sent home? I think Ellie was probably like the last person to be sent home. Oh, really? Yeah. Can I ask what he does? Because I have no idea. He's an IT project manager. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And was he worried at this point when you got sent home or no? I don't think so. I don't remember him ever being super worried throughout COVID. Okay. Yeah. Were you? I got scared for a moment Mm -hmm. thinking like, is the world ending? Like, yeah. Um, and I, we were hearing such horrific stories coming mm-hmm. out of the U.S. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think as more people started to get hospitalized and the numbers were rising, especially here in Qatar, remember how on the application each day oh, you could see the numbers? I think, what was that, Ataras? Yeah. You could see the numbers increasing. And I think that's when I started to get a little scared. Yeah. You know? Um I would go out and get my groceries. Oh, there were so many conflicting messages. Wear a mask, don't wear a mask. Wear this, wear this. So at one point I was going to the grocery store with, um, when I go grocery shopping, I wear a ball cap sometimes because yeah. my hair is dirty. <laughs> but I would have my um, ball cap on and I was wearing a bandana yeah. around my face because mm-hmm. it was at that like uncertain time of wear a mask, don't wear a mask. And I was wearing gloves and we would disinfect all of our groceries oh, yeah. when we came ho- when I came home. I think I there were a few moments of me being really sc- scared or like very concerned about wow what's if we do get it what's the plan yeah. especially being an expat not having family here what if one of us gets it and we're in lockdown what what does Harper do 
I know that, or what do we do with Harper? Yeah. And I remember that there were like COVID hospitals that people were being sent out to if they had it and being mm-hmm. in full isolation. I'm like, what do we, what if we both get it and Harper does it? What do we, what do we do with Harper? You know? Yeah. So again, all of that uncertainty kind of created more fear. Yeah. My background was earlier. Okay. So I was in my element in terms of activities for the kids, doing all sorts of things, like making Play-Doh with them, doing baking with them, doing arts and crafts with them. Yeah. Loved it. That was like the one time anything that I ever learned useful was um, coming out of, fresh out of earlier's and then having this. So that was ideal for me. I had to do Grace's online learning. Did you have online learning for Harper School? No, you didn't. Yeah, but Harper was online. Oh, she was still in nursery. nursery. We had online learning. What grade was she in at that point? She was in early years. And I lived for structure at this time. I was like, okay, at, so Julie and I had like a by the hour, by the half hour schedule. Oh, wow. Where I was like, Okay, we are up at 5.30 a.m. We're going to get our breakfast. We're going to sit down. We're going to watch half an hour of TV. The TV goes off. We're going to get ready for school. We're going to get dra- have a bath, get dressed. Because I don't know about you, but I get very... Um, if I'm in my pajamas all day and I haven't had a bath, I will get depressed. Mm. So I made a point of we're going to get a bath. We're going to put on our nicest, fanciest clothes. She would wear this like sparkly Christmas dress. And Mila was in her nappy. (laughs) And we get dressed, do our hair, and then it would be time for school. Mm -hmm. So we'd sit down, half an hour of school. Great. After school, we're going to have a snack. Then (laughs) from like 9 to 10, it was trampoline time. And we were at Nick's mom's house. So she had a trampoline in the garden. Oh, lovely. I was at my fittest. You don't realize how good trampoline jumping is until you're doing it every single day for an hour. Um, and then I was like, okay, after trampoline time, it's time to do something with Nana. You're going to go and do baking with Nana. And then we're going to have lunch. And then we're going to call daddy because obviously Nick was in Qatar. And we'd have an hour of playtime with daddy. There's a picture that I have of, um, Grace playing with Nick and he was on the iPad. She put a nappy over top of the iPad. So it looked like he was in uh, a baby (laughs) and she put his, the iPad in the, um, What's this baby carrier thing? You baby know, carrier. Yeah. yeah. Car seat type oh, thing. Oh, car seat. Okay. Um, and she played with them that way. And then from, so in the UK, I'm going to have to break this down. In the yeah. UK, they were like very, if you have to go out, you can go out. Mm. If someone you think is like uh, at risk, you can go out and see them. If mm. someone so is at risk, you can go see them. And Nick's grandma was by herself. Okay. Her husband was... I don't want to say in a coma, but he was uh, slowly dying. Okay. And he was in the house with her. And so she was by herself with him laying sleeping, you know, there the whole time. He wasn't, I don't think at this point he was very awake. And so I was like, Joe needs to get out of the house. Mm. Julie knew that too. She would come to spend an hour with us every single day and she would go home. Okay. And for me... It meant I, my sanity was there. It meant her sanity was there. And we did it, you yeah. know? And I wouldn't have changed anything. Mm. I mean, imagine being 70-odd-year-old by yourself in a home. No, like, can't. that's just not okay. And so she would come to us every 
day for one hour, stay with us, go home. I would sanitize everybody. I was yeah. like, you went to the grocery store, turn around. I've got sanitizers, yeah. right? Do not enter, take your shoes off. I don't know if I can catch it that way. In fact, go have a shower. Yeah. <laughs> I was anal because I have asthma. Okay. My asthma is quite uh, severe. Like I could be sitting here right now and stop being able to breathe. Oh, I'm on wow. medication. So okay. did you see the news where um, in Italy, they just had trucks and trucks of bodies? Yes. And I was like, I planned my funeral. I said to Julie, I was like, I want to die at home. Do not take me to the hospital. I want to have my last breath here. And I want to be with my kids. Forget COVID? No, I still haven't got it. No way. And we never even caught it during the peak of COVID. We caught it the year after. The girls caught it. Nick, Mila, and Grace caught it. And you didn't get it? And I never caught it. They were coughing in my face, sneezing. Ugh, disgusting. That's another story. Oh, wow. Um, But yeah, so I was full on ready to go. I was like, that's it. And Nick was back in the UK. I'm back in Qatar. Mm. And he was lonely. I bet. Like, by himself. He he fostered a dog while he was there. I don't think I've cried so much in my whole life. Mm. Like, that was the saddest, saddest. Like, I felt like I was going through a divorce because I was like, I'm by myself. Yeah. Like, why? where are you? Why are you not jumping on a plane and coming to me? Because yeah. I was so angry at him. I was like, I'll, I'll cry. This makes me emotional because I was like, I felt like he was abandoning. <laughs> oh, my God. COVID proper, like, messed me up for anxiety-wise because I was like, why are you jumping on a plane and coming back to me? Like, <laughs> yeah he knows us he knows i'm i was very upset about it because i was like you couldn't get on a plane you can leave it and go to the airport i'm like why are you coming to us yeah and he was like well i might lose my job i was like i don't care yeah <laughs> and i felt like i was it just felt like we were like splitting out like i cried every single day never thought i would cry <laughs> <laughs> i never thought i would cry on a podcast <laughs> first time forever <laughs> and um even after this like nick had to go to were you here where do we where do we know each other when nick had to go to america he had to, to go Austin? for a week yeah yeah i cried every single night no way <laughs> and we weren't but like we weren't coming like this no closeness no and um of the week leading up to him having to go i was like crying every I was like look at him just start crying and I'm I'm an emotional wreck mm. now if it comes to like him having to go or like go anywhere or without me like I just won't do it yeah um <laughs> so yeah I f- was very emotional and I was like you don't love us you hate us <laughs> oh my get on the plane and he was like I can't because my visa yeah so and then Grace has so much anxiety now from leaving Nick as well. Mila doesn't. Of course she doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> she started calling um because in England eventually the rule was you could have immediate family over. So his brother was able to come over. Oh good. And she started calling him dad. Oh gosh. <laughs> and uh, like I love his brother. I love both of his brothers. Okay, let's say that. But Joe came uh and took uh the girls for an hour and we may cry again. <laughs> Joe, um like I couldn't have asked for a better environment because he came in and he proper took over and like gave them like a 
a man in their life. You know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> I talk about it like we we were broken apart, but like but it I was mean, so much. I am sure you are not the only one that was separated <laughs> from yeah. no, you know, I know family wasn't. was. And I think this does have I think this has had a huge impact on families and family life and family dynamics. And look, it I mean I'm a wreck. <laughs> I mean, it still is impacting you. And yeah. as you said, it still impacts Grace. And even now when now that when um Nick was traveling, that was hard for you. I mean, it was probably a huge trigger to be so oh, yeah. like that again. I made him um <laughs> I made him send us all our savings mm-hmm. because I was like, if something happens to you, we don't have our will sorted. We don't have um our bank account. So when Qatar has Ellie done this for you where you have to sign as a guarantee for the bank accounts. I don't know. Otherwise, you that. can't access the money and that will just be left there. Like, you'll have to go for a whole thing unless oh, you sign. Okay. I was like, we haven't done this. We don't have our will sorted. What if you get shot? You're going to America. Oh, wait, you're white. It's fine. <laughs> it's like, I, I was like, spiraling. This was for when he went to Boston? Yes. Oh, my God. I was, I was like, he was like, what the hell? Oh, so he wow. sent me all the bank stuff. I was like, okay, like, but yeah, so that brought me to what June? I'll say June. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. I mean, that's a lot. <laughs> no, but like I think that it must have been incredibly challenging to be away from Nick. And I don't even know what I would have done if mm-hmm. I mean I was away from Ellie for a little while during the second wave. Mm-hmm. Because after the first wave, I um I said if if this if we go into lockdown again, like I'm done, I'm leaving. Yeah. Because I can't stay in an apartment. But that was by choice that Harper and I left for a yeah. while. Um to be separated, not by choice. I can't even imagine because you're trying to process that. But I do think like it's almost a blessing in disguise that you got stuck in the UK yeah. and not in Panama. Oh, because yeah. it sounds like you had such incredible support. Yes, we did. And I think that even like Grandma Joan had amazing support from mm-hmm. you guys. Like, I do believe things happen for a reason. Yeah, at times. Totally. I don't. Um, I said to you before, didn't I? Um, sorry, I interrupted you. Uh, but I said, even though that was hard, mm. <laughs> I don't know if Nick and I would have made it out married. Oh, because yeah. we well, would have. A lot fought. of people didn't. Yeah, I you know. I I always say, and this could be wrong. Correct me if I'm wrong. Anyone. But I feel like you either came out of that divorced or pregnant. <laughs> yeah, and I came out pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, there we go. Yeah. Like, and then Nick and I didn't have a choice for either of those. So we were just in the middle. Yeah, I mean, it would have been hard to get a baby. <laughs> Could you imagine those? It's a lot. Oh, Lord, Nick. <laughs> that took you up to June. Okay, honestly, like looking back, it's just one big blur as you're talking like things are coming up mm-hmm. but um so it wasn't as strict here in Qatar I mean you could still come and go they I mean there were definitely certain um demographics within Qatar that were carrying on life yeah as you know status quo like just keep socializing etc um we definitely isolated ourselves more than others yeah um, as precaution, there was a friend that I would see pretty regularly, though. Um, our kids would play together, and that was, like, my lifeline. Yeah. Um, and I'll never forget when she first got 
COVID. She had gotten it. And this was like our first COVID scare. She got it. And the day before she came down with it, um, we had been sitting on the couch together, no mask. I mean, very irresponsible of us. I'll admit that. Um, but I didn't get it. Oh, did you? Oh, no. that's good. And I thought, and when I, when that happened, I was like, what is this? You know, here people are getting it from being in the same room or being on the same metro car or just being in the grocery store with someone. And that I was sitting on the couch next to someone and I didn't get it. Yeah. I mean, I was still working full time. Yeah. Um, but how was that with the girls at home? You're working full time? Yeah, it was hard. Yeah. I remember there's a picture of Ellie and I. We had moved our dining room table into our bedroom and made it a desk. He would sit at one end, I would sit at the other, and Harper would sit in the middle in color. Oh, and we would like just kind of take turns, and someone would be playing with her. There was a lot of TV. I would take her out in the mornings for walks because, like I said, we lived on this, like, basically on the beach. And there was this, like, uh, corniche, like, promenade mm-hmm, kind of area mm-hmm. that we would walk. But again, it was starting, it was summertime, so it was hot. I mean, those of you that are listening from Qatar, you know that we can't really go out in the summer. So there was, like, an hour in the morning. And then at night, when it would semi-cool off, we would go back down to the beach and just yeah. be outside. Being able to go outside and be on the beach was... Saving grace. Yeah. 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 Um, June, July, August was when they started to go, oh, we're going to lift the uh, restrictions. Mm -hmm. So we were constantly on the MOI website or whatever it is, ministry calling. (laughs) I have a really funny story. I told Nick to call the operators and I said, just cry because this always works. (laughs) I said, just pretend to cry. I said, please promise you'll just do this. He was like, I'm going to look like a fool. I said, I don't care. I want to yeah. come home. Yeah. I was like, just cry. So he he hangs up. He calls them and he calls them back. He goes, I did it. And the lady hung up on me. No way. <laughs> no way. I was like, Imagine what? how many people were crying. I know. I you know. You're it. like, oh, not another one. Yeah. <laughs> and it just made me laugh because I said, We'll just keep calling. So he called them back and he was like, I'm sure I've got the same lady that I pretended to cry to. (laughs) I was like, well, at least we tried. Um, But yeah, so I finally got allowed back into the country. Um, I can't even, I think it was just before my birthday. But Nick was, his number, his ticket number was something like number seven within the first 10 people that applied. Oh, wow. And we didn't hear back straight away. It took them like a few days to like, which I understand. But yeah. given that we were like one of the first people, they must have started from the back of the line. Yes. This way. Um, and I remember flying back on the plane and uh, there was no one. Mm. It was the best flight I've ever done because it's empty. I had like the entire plane to myself. There was like five people on this massive airplane. Wow. Um that's funny because when I went to the U.S., our flight was packed. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, but it was a different time now because you were allowed to leave the country. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Um, but like you were saying about the hotels, mm. so before we were allowed to come back, they were saying you can hotel quarantine. I was like, perfect, sign me up. How much is it? And it was something like yeah. ridiculous amounts of money. And we couldn't afford it. Otherwise, mm. I would have done it. Mm. Um but then looking back, I'm glad that we didn't because I saw some horrific, uh, horrific um, 
uh, reviews about it, especially from yes. single parents mm-hmm. and single women. And I was like, that scares me so much, but we didn't yeah, do it. I had a friend that got stuck actually right before I came back. Mm-hmm. She had gotten stuck in the room with her kids, two boys. And um, she was like, never again. Did they feed them? Because I yeah. heard some people weren't getting food. Oh, no, they, I mean, they got fed. I think there was so much uncertainty mm-hmm. across the board about everything, about the rules, about the mm-hmm. regulations, about quarantine, about wearing a mask, about testing, about so many different things. And it's already a bit challenging to get answers here, I think, yeah. sometimes, even on the best of days, mm-hmm. you know? Like I said, and I've already said many times, the uncertainty was yeah. just insane yeah yeah so you know that second wave in well, they were starting allowing kids to go back to school didn't they like yeah. every other day or something but then there was another lockdown mm. we had a second wave i said nick get in the car we are <laughs> going to the mall and we are buying a playground i am not going to be in a lockdown and not be able to go and use uh, a park yeah like, the kids need to have something to play with so we went to um toys r us we bought a swing. Well, it's in our back garden now. We bought a swing set. We bought a trampoline. Uh, we bought like a sand and water table. Yeah. And I was like, great, we're set. We can do it. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. Um, but I was like, I'm not not having something for them to play with and go on outside and burn energy. For but there was this panic and this desperation to, you know, figure out how you're going to entertain the, the kids. Mm-hmm. But honestly, I think because Harper was so long, she got so used to that, that now she needs a lot of entertainment. Oh, I think that yes. I, what's the right word, spoiled her in that sense? If that's, I know some people that's a debatable, but um, there was, there was this panic. I remember like this anxiety and this panic of like, oh my God, what am I going to do to get through today? Yeah. What am I going to do to get through tomorrow? I remember just balancing everything between parenting and working and everything else mm-hmm. that was the biggest challenge and then going then coming out of covid mm-hmm. and going into the office it was just it was a huge adjustment you know going back and you forget how much energy you use to go into the office every yeah. day and um balance that mila's a homebody now mm. a complete homebody if yeah. i go we're going to mall we're going to go do something fun Ugh, i want to stay home yeah harper's a homebody mm-hmm. and i think that's to do with uh covid right? yeah Wow, COVID was a lot. <laughs> and we're clearly still dealing with it. <laughs> that sounds so embarrassing. I hate crying. No. But um I don't know. <laughs> You're being vulnerable. <laughs> you know, when you po when the first time we shared this uh podcast and you said maybe there'll be tears, I'll be like, those will be Blair's, not mine. <laughs> I literally had that internal thought. I was like, I yeah. don't cry. So COVID. How did it affect you guys listening? Um, I know that online learning was a huge hurdle for mm-hmm. some parents, especially with senior kids. Were you here? Did you get stuck? Mm-hmm. Did you get stuck elsewhere? Were you separated from your partner? Mm-hmm. Um, did you make it out still married? Did you make it out with a baby? Did you make it out divorced? All right. <laughs> let us know. You guys. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Go follow us. Like, subscribe. Thank you. Follow. I did a peace sign, by the way. <laughs> Thing that I learned from my kid. <laughs> All right, you later. Oh, on this with your kids, a little heart. Oh, no, I thought that was like give me money. I no, know. it's like, um, I want to say Korean pop culture. <laughs> Goodbye. That's Have true. a great day. <laughs>